This is High Voltage with Double A. I am your host, Double A. And I say that right out of the gate because I'm, I want to try something different. I'm going to try to really make some of these more, uh, these episodes more quickly. And just the fact that, you know, I can understand why someone of the audience may not want to listen to a hundred minute episode. And, and sure, there are definitely episodes like that down the road for you. And they should all be pretty good content. I mean, think about the content that we just did, right, with the three philosophers with Gabe and what a character he is. He is absolutely hysterical. Uh, Ryan was also in that episode as well. You also had the movie uh, list I had there. My KD is overrated episode. Like, I'm I'm probably now going to make a bolder claim for the rest of the year, in my opinion. And, And then also just the pacifist one, which was really serious. The relationships is kind of serious and the draft pick one. I felt like those were really good content, but the length doesn't necessarily vibe with some people. And so I'm going to really try to make my message very well known and emphasize it in the most efficient way possible. Because I talk about efficiency all the time when it comes to like movies and whatever have you. So I might as well put myself in the same standard and not be a hypocrite on that regard. And so why am I still talking about it? I don't know. Okay, the main topic for today, and I say main because it's going to cover a lot of content, but the umbrella in which uh, this all goes under is traveling. I really want people to travel, and and I'm begging you, please, for your own sake, travel. And and you might say, like, oh, why do you care what other people do? Well, that's true. I don't. I don't really care what other people do. But I am someone who really likes to give people advice. And from what I've seen from people around me, especially now that they graduated college, that what, what have they done? They've traveled. And I can really understand why they did that. And I, it, it's just unbelievable to me that they waited this long. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that they are doing it big. Like I think most of the trips that they did are Europe and seeing a whole bunch of countries, which can get, get very expensive. Very expensive. And that's something that I'm going to talk about a little bit later about the sacrifices in which, you know, you're going to have to swallow a little bit and money's going to be one of them. But why do I say all that? Okay. Everyone should want to break from where they live or at least have a refresher on life, such as working a job. Like, you don't want to be constantly working day in, day out. Have your one or your two days off a week. Like, you want to switch things up a little bit. And especially when it comes to a place that you've lived, for the most part, your entire life. There is just so many things out there in this world that, like, what are you waiting for? Like, there's got to be things that you're curious about. Things that, that intrigue you. Things... That, it, that you've heard of, that you've seen, but it's not the same thing as, as experiencing it, right? Like each state, you could argue, is like its own country. Now, I, I would take one step further and say like each region is like a country rather than its own state, but it, it, each state does have its own culture. But still, I, that's the one main question. Like, what are you waiting for? Like, it doesn't even have to be a big time trip. Right, when I, let's let's just stay in the United States when it comes for this episode, okay? Because I could go for Canada, right? I'm not a city guy, but I do love me Toronto. It's a more happier, more vibrant New York City, in my opinion. 
uh, Europe and all those other continents. The problem is that some people do, do not have a passport. And even though I've been blessed, I do have one and I've been to Greece uh, countless times because I have family over there. The fact that my mother was born there and raised there until I think it was like four or five years old. And then she came here to, you know, get her education here all the way through. And, and she was still able to go back to Greece and all. But I can understand that for the most part, people just stay in this country because they do not have their passport. But that still does not mean an excuse not to travel. This country is pretty big. Really big. Like going from California to, to Pennsylvania is like five hours. I did that last year. And, and that covers a whole lot of miles. So uh, there's a lot of places that you could see. A lot of things you could go. Or even if it's not cross country. Or even if it's not down south. Or to the Midwest. Or to, I don't know, Texas or North Dakota, right? Let's just say within your own region, okay, which include which I'm going to include Virginia, Maryland. You could even argue North Carolina, but in a second that's not going to be feasible because I'm going to actually recommend places to see, places to go that's within 150 miles, and North Carolina does not fit that. Uh, within 150 miles of Philadelphia, because I know most people that listen here are from the area of Philadelphia, which of course is mostly just friends and maybe some uh, family members or their family members, uh, and, and that's mostly because that's where I'm from. I'm like seven miles away from downtown Philly, but still 150 miles from Philadelphia. Unfortunately, North Carolina does not reach that, but there are still a lot of places you can go see, whether it's uh, whether it's west or whether it's north or whether it's south or southwest. Anyway. Let me get back on track here. So, yeah, like I said, everyone should want a break from what they're doing, where they live, and just change things up a little bit. Like, what's wrong with a little bit of a change of scenery? You know, I think that's good mentally because you don't really want to fall in that routine and be a robot, you know, like, and have that no emotion that you're just like, oh, okay, just another day, you know, nothing to be excited about. I feel like by that point, for me, I would go insane. And I wouldn't be surprised... For some people, they would also go insane. Like, keeping me sane is basically, basically like, I, I like I don't want to say it like, like that. But I think it keeps me sane that I have something like traveling to disrupt the pattern of the routine, which I've just been telling you about. And don't get me wrong, I could probably do what I've been saying for a long period of time, but I wouldn't function that well. I wouldn't be happy with my life that much and it's just like by that point you know what 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 are we doing so i i get it not everyone needs to travel i i, I get it there, there might be other factors like possibly having a family right but so i do really think and, and, and i'm not even talking to just about the beach okay like that that's good and fun and all and i definitely do recommend it here or there um but when it comes down to it there's a plenty of places to see that's not the typical beaches or whatever have you uh i would also like to emphasize that okay let's say you're down to travel like double you kind of inspire me uh in, in inspired me and i want to go on a trip how do i plan this out well the one thing i'll say is that please please do not stress about it because when it comes down to it yes you do have to worry about money yes you may have to worry about hotels if it if it's overnight 
Uh, you also have to, you know, think about other people's schedules. If you are going with someone, I would prefer going with less people, possibly by yourself, because it is less of a hassle. But it is also better to experience it with someone. I'm not going to lie about that. It is. And to reminisce about or maybe see something from their view. Or just, I remember going to a game with someone and I just was just so happy that they were happy. You know, that they would have not done it if it wasn't for me because I came up with the idea. And, and, and when it comes to sports, it has a little bit more meaning. The fact that we love sports, but still just having a positive impact on someone. The fact that you help them out in some way could give you great great pleasure and it definitely did for me and also when it comes to help like I typically drive and I'm not sure if I said this on the podcast before but I kind of have a little bit of a habit of I need to drive like I'm not sure if it's just control issues or like I'm not sure if I'm a control freak or maybe I you know I just hate being a passenger or maybe I just have you know I don't trust anybody driving the car I don't know what it is, but I do. I'm just the one who drives. Even if it's not my car, I still prefer to to drive. I don't know, but still, like I, the fact that I drive. Some people don't like to drive on the highway, or you know, whatever the case may be, or just in general. Then yeah, I'm I'm the guy to go to, and so that's a help there, right? You got to get there somehow. It's mostly going to be by your car. So I, but again, with the planning aspect, just take it as you would for any other thing. Like like you got to be confident. In yourself, you gotta do it in a timely uh, manner. I mean, when it comes to hotel rooms, I prefer not to be in a hotel room. Like, I would do a trip in a day rather than, you know, do something overnight because I know it's not the cleanest of places. But if it is that far away and you, and you don't wanna drive at night or you don't wanna get home like that early in the morning, then I get it. I do. And that's where I would just get it like the night of or maybe the night before or something like that. Only to the point where, like, you know you need a hotel room. But I wouldn't get it, like, months in advance just because, you like, something may happen. The, the trip may cancel, but you're still on the hook to pay the hotel room. So you so you might as well pay for it once you know the trip is happening and that everything is good to go. Like, weather is going to be a factor. Like, if it, you don't want to go to the beach if it's raining, you know. And, I'm, and I don't know why every time I've gone to the beach in Jersey, it's always windy. You know, but it definitely makes it less so appealing when it's cloudy. Like I could deal with the uh, the the wind if there's sun. You know, so it, it you do really have to deal with whether you do. And but the biggest thing is just getting other people on board, and also is it feasible? Because when it comes to a baseball game, you do have to worry about the game possibly being postponed, or you or you have to worry about something coming up, like you might have an event come up in between and you might not go to the event now like there's different things in which will happen but you just have to do your best and just come up with some logical reasons of why you make the decisions that you do such as am I paying a good price here uh am, am I paying it at the right time should I do it a little bit closer you know just just in case right and be a little bit cautious with everything and I would not procrastinate I, I hate procrastinators I've said that before on the podcast and so, I, I just the main thing is that it's everything's going to be fine. Everything is going to go fine. The biggest thing I would say that if it doesn't go fine is it's during the trip. It shouldn't be the planning phase. Is my point. So I wouldn't stress about the planning aspect. That if you do everything as you would for anything else, it should be fine. And I and I mentioned this earlier in the episode. You must be able to make sacrifices like with money, mileage if you're driving 
possibly the time wasted, such as if you're on the road, if you're taking the train, or if you're flying, like, that's just part of it, you know, you're going to have to waste some time doing nothing as you're trying to get to your destination, and when it comes to money, that's just part of it, you know, like, you're going to, you have to gonna get there somehow, and it's, you might say, oh, it's free uh, taking the car than taking a plane, but you got to consider gas, you know, you can't forget about that, and it's, it's not like we can live at the place in which we want to go to, so the and it's not like we have like a, a wand in which you know we could just oh we could poof and get there no it doesn't work like that there's always a cost but at the same time that when you get your little prize or you, you get that when you get the thing in which you paid for it really is worth it that you wouldn't don't even think about the cost that you paid for it because you're just so happy to be there and happy to experience it and to make memories that's the biggest thing is memories and definitely make sure to take pictures. I've actually dedicated a whole episode to doing this a while back ago that you really should take pictures. Like what is the point of going somewhere, not taking pictures, and then you come back you don't remember it? Like is it really worth spending the amount of money on the plane tickets in the hotel when you don't remember what you did because you didn't take pictures? Like I don't have a great memory. I don't. I know I'm not the only one, and I know there's other people – that are not like me, but I would take pictures to remember it since you might not ever visit the area again. You don't know what is going to happen. And and that's another thing you should take uh, another uh, you have to consider is just the fact that think about and this mostly goes for people around my age around 23, 24 or maybe even early 20s like 20 or 19 or whatever the case may be. Think about the timing of it all. We're bound to bigger things when we get older, such as a kid, such as a family, right? And, and family could just be you and your spouse, you know? It, it could also mean uh, plenty of other, other things, like taking care of your family um, when they get older, or still be just tied up with work, with your career, or it could be tied up in other things. And this is the best opportunity around that age or just as early as possible to travel before it gets more difficult to you have more freedom when you're younger because then you get like i said you, you have bigger responsibilities as you get older and it becomes less likely to travel now you could get t- vacation days you could but at the same time i would think that by that point you just want to relax not do anything major unless it is really two weeks of vacation time instead of just the typical what seven maybe five days vacation I don't, I don't exactly know i haven't had that level of a job yet where i've been allocated vacation time or paid time off or where uh, the terminology is but all i know is that when it comes to traveling you you really don't want to think about anything massive almost like a black cloud hanging over you that could possibly ruin the trip for you so that's that's why i'm like i would travel as soon as possible you have a great time i know you may never go again i'm, I'm almost like a one and done guy and, but life is too short i also want to make that pretty uh, pretty clear that there's a lot of things that can happen that may not allow you to travel or make you travel less or make it less likely for you to travel or possibly that that you you can't travel at all or you can't go to this place again like anything 
is possible. So that's why I'm like really try to do it as soon as possible, and especially when it's almost like a once in a lifetime opportunity. So like I I remember being in California, I had a friend there, and and I remember like uh, we want to see a, a, a Dodgers game. Uh, or actually, I forget. I forget which one came first. But essentially, what we ended up doing is that we saw the Dodgers game, and then we saw a Lakers game because they both happened on the same day. Like that's not typical. Like the Dodgers would play in the NLCS game three against the Braves, twenty twenty one, and that was the same day as the Lakers opening night game against the Warriors, in which TNT was covering that game, in which we were able to see the TNT crew. And Ernie Johnson was an incredible guy taking pictures with everybody after the show ended. But again, those you're going to have opportunities like that, and you're going to feel regret, uh, regretful if you pass them up because that is truly a once in a lifetime opportunity. Going to two games in the one day, not the same sport, especially in a state that you don't live in. It's like thousands of miles away from where you live, and especially when it comes to sports, it's two incredible franchises. One of which is the playoffs. One of them is opening night, and it's just like, if as expensive as it was, I'm happy that it went. And also the TNT crew, where it is one of the only talk. I don't want to say talk shows, but sports shows that I actually do really appreciate. And I mentioned that when it came to the TV sh- TV show episode I did uh, not that long ago, in which you guys should definitely check that out. In which it's not the greatest TV shows of all time, but the greatest shows that I've seen. And there are a lot of shows that I haven't seen, which is why I put it in that phrase the way that I did. Anyway, let's get back on track here because I could go on a tangent rather rather easily. But the biggest thing I would say like in terms of like what you want to do when it comes to travel, uh, traveling and like thinking about things to go or places to go to, just do me a favor and don't do things or go to a place that you could just do in your area. Like, really try to make it different. And hopefully, there's a little bit of significance to it. Like, if you live near, like, I don't know, if it has to do with, like, a park or maybe even uh, a national reserve or whatever the case may be, like, I wouldn't, like, if they're similar enough, like, if there isn't really that big of a difference or if it really doesn't speak to, like, how impactful or what this... Uh, culture is like in the place that you're going to, then I wouldn't really highly suggest it. I mean, I, I like any like again, like I'm the kind of person that just give me an excuse and I'm going to go travel. So like I, I I would probably you know make a lot of things passable, but you really just want to separate. Like, what's the point of like going to a different state if like if you're just going to be inside or you know you're just seeing with friends or you're just hanging out with people like you could just do that there like actually do something go to somewhere that is not identical that's not recordable in the place that you live that's all i'm saying and i would say um the big the also the other biggest one before i give you my recommendations is just go at any time that you can you know like i remember going to west virginia and it was like around christmas time it was cold as hell which is a funny statement but it is what it is i don't recommend you know going when it's snowing but it didn't snow it snowed a day or two before but still i had free time and that's the thing when you can when you're free and if the if like you know it's not snowing the weather it's not in your way even if it rains go okay cold rain shine 
whenever. If you have that free time, maybe it's unexpected. Like, it's last minute. You're like, oh, shoot, I have free time. Take advantage of it. You don't know if you're going to have free time next week. You don't know if you're going to have free time all of whatever season it is. Go. That's my biggest thing. Go, go, go. Okay. As I mentioned, I'm going to give you recommendations on where to travel. And as I know, the summer is unfortunately coming to a close right before we know it. August is about to um, to be upon us. And that means, you know, football, college football is about to start. Football is about to start. And when that all comes up, then, of course, Labor Day. And then it's just like a whole big thing. And it's just like, shoot, man, where did the summer go? Well, this the, the reason why I had to do this episode as soon as I could is because it, it, I, I the sooner that you know this, the sooner in which you can be inspired, and then the sooner in which you can prepare yourself to do places that I'm about to tell you. So let's get st- started here. Places in which, from Philadelphia, now it's not going to be a perfect 150 miles, but from Philadelphia to whatever place I'm telling you, it should be within the range of 150 miles or give or take maybe 20 miles. So it's really within three hours driving, okay? So the first one I have here is in Connecticut. And unfortunately, I'm not going to have a whole lot of information with some of these. But I searched up a few places, and I'm like, oh, this seems interesting, you know, whatever. And I put it on the list here because it was within that 150-mile point or, again, around. So the first uh, first one I have here is Connecticut. Not a lot to do in Connecticut, uh, and especially when it is a, it's actually a little bit far away. Like the two uh, the first two things I have here is actually beyond 150 miles, and I'm like, well, Connecticut's not that far, but it, it must have been like Rhode Island is is beyond Connecticut, and and it, I don't know. It's just it's it's funny when it comes to those two states and their placement in comparison to Massachusetts, New York, and and Jersey. But anyway, Sherwood Island State Park seems kind of interesting. It's a state park, uh, and, and you know when it comes to state parks, just a lot of scenery, a lot of nature, and definitely a place that you can walk around and just see, you know, just feel the environment. Like that's definitely good to to feel once in a while, especially when it's not in your area. Uh, you also have the University of Yale. So this is more so like a personal one for me. I don't really care that much for Yale in particular but I do like I don't mind seeing different universities I don't and just seeing what what that's like it's almost like seeing a different stadium like just comparing different stands and whatever and just feeling like oh wow you know like this is uh pretty cool in the design and just like maybe feeling the student life a little bit but yeah it's it, I don't have a big yearn to go to Yale but uh, going to different universities and the fact that there's you know one in uh, Connecticut which is one of the more prestige ones the fact that it's in the Ivy League then yeah, I would definitely say if you can, I would definitely go up to Yale and just phys- uh, just see. Oh, what what is that like? Uh, you also have the Lighthouse Point Park, so another park, but the fact that it's a lighthouse, really cool. And then also beaches. There should be beaches in Connecticut. The fact that you're dealing with the Atlantic still, and just uh, I, again, I'm not a huge beach guy. I'm not, but see what it's like to to go to a beach up there rather than Jersey or or Maryland. That definitely should be interesting. Okay. Now we get to D.C. here. So a lot of history here, and of course the government is there. But let's start with sports here. So you have the Nationals, you have the Wizards, you have the Capitals, and you have the now, not the greatest team name, but their new team name, the Commanders, all play in D.C. I'm not sure how uh, far away they are from each other, but still. And it just depends on the season. And of course they have to be playing. Of course, I don't. you can technically go to a stadium just to see it. 
but I do really recommend like actually going inside and seeing a game. Uh, and 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 they're really good ballparks. Like like uh, like except for maybe Washington. But I've been to the Nationals one. Uh, the the Wizards is just like any other basketball stadium. And the Capitals should be very interesting. They just won uh, the Stanley Cup not that long ago, and their fan base, you know, one of the top ones. Uh, maybe top ten or something, and especially because of uh, Ovechkin. So I would definitely want. I would definitely, you know, check those out, especially if you're really into one of those sports and just getting them checked off off like a bucket list. If you want to see all those stadiums, uh, but then of course, like I just mentioned with the government, you have the Capitol, you have the, uh, the um, Lincoln Memorial, the Washington Monument. You also have uh, because I just brought up universities, George Washington and Georgetown University. So two. Um, not like massive and, and famous universities, but pretty still well-known universities. And I'll definitely check this out too. But I was actually just there. And really nice areas when it came to universities. We, for the most part, just passed by them. But it really does blend in like in the city. Even better than Drexel. Even better than Temple. Even better than Penn. Like I really do feel like it's deep and, and well-versed in the city. And has its own little section that like it, it just blends. I don't know. It just blends in really well with each other and then when it comes to the capital and the monument and the more it was just incredible it was awesome i mean i've seen so many pictures of it and and, and i got a tour of the capital it, it, it's just awesome to have that reminder of how amazing this country is even though we're going through rough times and even though it may look bleak in a few years and even it, it seems like we're in decline right now i would still highly suggest Getting that reminder, going down, getting the tour, and just looking at the uh, the Lincoln Memorial, in which so many people are there, looking at those steps, looking at that little pool, in which then you can see the Washington Monument, and which then you can see the White House, and it's just I I would just check it out. It, it's one of the best locations in, in all over the country, and it just really shows you and uh, how beautiful, how great how historic this country is and really does make you proud as an American. I really do uh, say that with my chest. You also have Baltimore, not that far away from D.C., in which I just went to uh, a game here, the Orioles game, very one of the best ballparks in all baseball, Cannon Yards. Right next door is the Baltimore Ravens, in which, you know, that should be very interesting if I should go to a game or not because I still haven't gone to an NFL game yet. So possibly one day, uh, it could be the Meadowlands just to save money because they stink. But still, when it comes to the Ravens and Lamar Jackson, why not? Uh, right, right there, just a, a one or two blocks away. So after the game, uh, in which we saw the Orioles beat the Angels, we went to the Babe Ruth Museum, in which that's the birthplace in which um, uh, Babe Ruth was was born. So. Now it's not like he lived there a whole time, but there's just a whole lot of cool stuff about Babe Ruth and a little bit about his family and just like seeing a little bit what uh, Baltimore is like. Not necessarily like the deep part of Baltimore, but still a little bit about Baltimore and just walking around a little bit was pretty cool. You also have the University of Maryland, Baltimore County, in which you know that's all. Like I think they made like a like a surprising run. I think they were the 16th seed. Uh, the only one to win. I think that was that school, I think. So that would be a nice university to check out. It's not that far away from here. And then John Hopkins University as well. Um, I know that when I saw it, like, I was kind of surprised of how ranked it was like in terms of like, um, popularity. So I would definitely say, like again, if you're into universities, that kind of thing, just seeing what I like, yeah, definitely go and see it. But 
that's more of like if you're like me where I don't mind like seeing different uh, places in the college aspect because I don't know it's just interesting fascinating to me uh, now just Maryland in general so don't worry about DC don't worry about Baltimore let me just talk about Maryland in general in which the beach is there see if you've never been there see how that compares to Jersey and Connecticut you also have a few minor league teams here okay so you have the Iron uh, Aberdeen Ironbirds you have the Bay Sox here you have the Shorebirds here so I'm they're not all affiliated with the Orioles I don't think but I, I think two of them are just seeing different like if you don't want to pay for a major league baseball game I would definitely search up a few minor league teams and see, okay, it costs this amount, it costs this amount, it costs that amount, whatever the case may be, I would definitely go ahead, check it out, and it's a great time, like, it, it really does get you into the family field, the family environment, great seats, cheap tickets, and just seeing what it's about, like, I, I went to the Jersey Shore Blue Claws, in which the Phillies are in, in deep trouble, like, their single A team absolutely is horrifically bad, and the, and the Yankees, who, of course, are one of the best teams of baseball, crush them and which you know that wasn't a shocker but still it, you get to see some players in which they could make a come up pretty soon uh and make an impact on a team but also just really blends in the environment which they're they're in like with the blue claws you walked around the same it made you feel like as if you were at the shore the the uh the jersey um boardwalk you know they had the high chairs there uh they had a little bit of a festival a little bit of a carnival uh, you also had mini golf there on the right field side. Uh, you also had, you know, just a whole lot of uh, places to uh, for food. You also had, you know, a place for um, a, like a, a fire site, you know, and you had to reserve that. But still, it really did feel like I was at the the, the boardwalk. So that, that that definitely is a cool blend. And just the fact that it's a minor league team, kind of, it can surprise you. It, it really can. Uh, but moving uh, moving along with Maryland, you also have the University of Maryland. Uh, not a popular school, but I know a lot of people from my high school that went there. So if you have, if you have friends that you can visit them, that's a huge plus. You also have James Madison University, and also, uh, like I told you, I, like not that long ago, I went to West Virginia. The reason why I did that because the uh, battlefield of Antietam is there. So this is twenty five miles over the stated one hundred and fifty, but still. This is a historic battle in the Civil War. It turned the tide, and a lot of people died there. I think it's one. Uh, I, the Civil War is the uh, worst battle in when it comes to U.S. history in terms of how many people died out of all the battles. Not just the uh, now, just think about battles instead of the war. It's Antietam. That was one of the worst. So, uh, from a history standpoint, I would definitely go. And right there, like I just think a mile or two away from that battle site. So is West Virginia. So the, why I just said the, the Antietam Battlefield is in Maryland, Western Maryland, but then right there's the border of West Virginia and Maryland. So if you if you want to just say, oh, I've been in West Virginia and see a little bit, you should definitely check out West Virginia. And then also with Maryland, you have beaches, and that's just another thing I had to to bring up. But okay, I, I was just talking about minor league teams. I'm also bringing up with Jersey, so I was just at the Blue Claws. I just said uh, the single A team of the, of the Phillies. You also have the Somerset. Patriots. I don't remember what affiliation this is, but it's in Bridgewater Township and definitely one I need to go to at some point soon because it's pretty close to where I am. I think like an hour away. Uh, you also have the Trenton Thunder in which they're no longer a minor league team, but they still play. So it feels like it's a minor league team, but it's actually not. But still, it is definitely still something to see. 
Uh, you also have now game to the, the professional side. You have the New Jersey Devils, and then you have the New York Giants, the Jets. You do have Rutgers, the university you could go to, Princeton, and then obviously Beaches. So again, it just really I'm just giving you options here. I didn't really search a whole lot in terms of like, you know, other than sports, other than university with Jersey, but there probably is a lot that you can see, whether it's historical or even just a reserve or a park, whatever the case may be. Again, it every state has something along those lines. Every state is unique. Every area might be unique. So it's just a matter of just doing your research and seeing like, oh, okay, this is kind of pretty cool. Let me go out, uh, drive up there and see it and just you know, have and as long as it has some significance to you, that you have a good time with it. Uh, now, I don't like this state. I honestly don't because of New York City, but New York. So you could go to a Yankees game in the Bronx. I did that before. You also could go to a Mets game at City Field. You could go to the Islanders if you're a really big hockey fan. Uh, you could go into the Garden, New York Rangers, New York Knicks. I mean, I, I I don't know which game I would go to, but I would love to go to the Garden just to say I've been there. Like, the Garden is one of the most iconic arenas ever. And now the Rangers, I mean, they, they might be good again next season. The Knicks, they're usually not good. But I would definitely, I, I, I just from what I've been told from its history and just its iconic, not look, but just its, um, like, nostalgia, like, it's, you know, physique and just what I've heard about it, I think I want to go. Now, I don't know when and I don't know for, for what, but I, I gotta. I feel like I got to go to Madison Square Garden and just, just see if it does, in fact, like it's so real that it does reel it to the hype. And I think that's more so the Knicks. So I might, might go to a Knicks game more than a Rangers game, even though I haven't been to a hockey game in a long, long, long time. And that's not to discard, you know, baseball, but I know when it comes down to it, I know there's not that many baseball fans in which you're not going to understand that the Mets are, you know, a fun team to watch right now. The Yankees are the best record in baseball, and they do, both of them have phenomenal histories. Yankees, definitely. Mets, a little bit less so. I would say I'll dock points with, the, like, with like you go into Yan- the Yankee Stadium because it's not the old Yankee Stadium, but they have plenty of history there that commemorate it and also the. Uh, not the monuments, but you know the the plaques out in center field. It's still if this is all from a sports sta- standpoint. And and actually, wait, is that, I forgot the Nets. Yeah, speaking of sports, like I forgot about the Nets. Like I don't know if they trade Durant, they trade Aaron, then what's the point? You know, like it's it's whatever. Brooklyn's weird. Okay, I've never been to Brooklyn, but it's it's weird. Like usually you want to see the the sports teams I just said, and then I I forgot I I know I forgot about. The Nets, but if if there, it just doesn't feel real, you know, it doesn't feel legitimate, Brooklyn. But if you if you like the Nets, then yeah, go out. That's in New York. Uh, you also have Mount Vernon. So there's also a Mount Vernon in Virginia. So there's two different Mount Vernons. Has to do somewhere with George Washington. I don't know exactly what. And I don't know what the difference is between the two states uh, when it comes to Mount Vernon. But I, if there's something interesting about it, I think once it has another is. Area or town, I don't know exactly what, but again, guys, do your research. Definitely check that out. I definitely think there's got to be something there to it. Uh, you also have the Statue of Liberty for obvious reasons. I've, I've been there once I was a kid, and I definitely recommend going if you haven't. Uh, you also have the Hudson River, you know. Uh, now, I'm not going to say, like, oh, go to see this river, that river. I would definitely say go to the Nile River. That would definitely be amazing. Uh, but still, you know, I think it's 
pretty well known and why not i mean uh the, i know you could also go to rock for so i know you also could go to uh the whatever that park is um in new york city but still you know why not uh recommend a river here it's the only one i recommend so uh and then also M- nyu the only university in new york that i mentioned which i do have a friend going i might have two actually but still when it comes to new york and the city where the hell are you gonna park you know so definitely when it comes to new york be cautious with that all right and then delaware is easy so forget about new york for a second delaware is so simple uh you have the wilmington blue rocks i don't remember if it's the royals or the rockies but they are a single a affiliate and they're i mean they're right down i-95 so you know very simple so is the university delaware i I, i've been there twice i i I was thinking about going there instead of drexel but it is a great blend of a small town and an island school and what i mean by i i just feel like it's on its own it has its own campus it's huge and it's like it doesn't blend in the city it doesn't blend in with anything else it's just it has it's it's the, the town is University of Delaware, so I, I would definitely just recommend checking that and just saying like, oh wow, this is definitely what how Double A described it, and appreciate that if you actually do think about me with uh, with any of the places that you go to. You also have uh, just beaches, which is yes, also in Delaware. Uh, when you go further down the state, not just the Tibbity Top, which is what I just recommend in Wilmington, but also the first the historical national park. So there definitely is history, just like in Philadelphia when it comes to Delaware. You just have to figure out where else to, to go um, other than, of course, I'm about to recommend a few places. But de- uh, just see your research, see if there's a few places in Delaware that you like to see. And, uh, just, and, and again, hopefully it's meaningful and hopefully it can be a little bit historic i mean it's it's the first state right so there's gotta be places in which that really say like oh we're proud to cross as the first state and it, it's because of this it's because of that and and during this time this was here and this happened the founding father and whatever the case may be right now lastly i'm going to give you i'm going to give you pennsylvania actually i'm going to i'm going to do pennsylvania so i'm going to do virginia and then i'm going to do everything else pennsylvania so i just i just said a little bit ago about mount vernon that's also in virginia uh, you also have the Arlington National Cemetery, and you have the Fort Ward Museum. So I kept this uh, within 150 miles, like I said. Virginia is a huge state. If you really, if you don't mind going beyond 150 miles, you're going to get a whole lot more territory of Virginia. It is huge. I think it took me like seven or eight hours to cross Virginia, uh, or maybe I think it, around seven hours, maybe six. It's got to be seven when I was going to Tennessee. Like, I had to cross the entire state of Virginia, basically, to get to Tennessee. I mean, and, and when you're going down North Carolina, I know you travel Virginia less because it's straight down, but when you're going to a western state that's not on the east coast, then you have to hit the whole uh, diagonal of Virginia, and it's a lot. It encompasses a lot. So it's a big state. There's a lot to see, and I just gave you the tippity top point, the most northern part of Virginia, because it's that close to Philadelphia. Uh, so I, like I said, travel, see it, check it out, and and I'm trying to make your lives easier with the the miles thing. But of course, it doesn't have to be. Okay, it definitely doesn't have to be. Uh, I also uh, want to get started because I, I want to end this. With, like I said, I want to be efficient. And I can't back away from that. So with Pennsylvania, I'm going to do Pennsylvania, and then I'm going to do Philly specifically. Even though if you live in Philly. I don't really recommend like going to a Philly place because you've probably been there. 
but at least it's still a trip, right? So I'll just I'll begin in Pennsylvania. Let's say you live in Philly. Okay, go to uh, go to Allentown and see a Lehigh Iron Pigs game. Uh, like the this is a minor league team, Triple A Philly of the Phillies. And again, like if you don't want to pay or if you're just sick and tired of the Phillies, go go ahead to see a minor league game. I mean, not only do you have the Iron Pigs to see and feel that environment, but also Harrisburg Senators, in which that's from uh, the affiliate of the Nationals. Uh, you could also see the Capitol too. You know, like I haven't I haven't gone to see the Senators yet, but when I do, I also want to see the Capitol. Uh, I want to see the Capitol building. You know, I just want to see. Uh, the town a little bit seems to be very nice and so I want to do all that in one day uh, and that's again something else that you could do for yourself and your family uh, or your friends you also have the Reading Phils Reading's not that far and this is the double-a team of the Phillies I did this last year and it, it was it was nice you know not like to anything too encompassing in terms of like the stadium and you know like how unique it was but it's still a baseball game it's still a different stadium, and it's it, you still get that different feel. It's not. It's definitely not like anything like a major league baseball team. It's less serious, and it, it definitely just takes your mind away from like the seriousness of professional baseball. Because and also just you don't have minor leagues in, in basketball. You don't have minor leagues in football. You kind of have it in hockey, not really. So it is nice to just appreciate what we have here in the states, and that's minor leagues or semi-pro even though it is pro baseball you also have the Scranton Rail uh, Rail Riders so I would definitely say now this is a little bit farther but still within 150 miles it's closer to New York and that's why it is the AAA team of the Yankees but still like I said check it out if you're really big into baseball and you want to see all the minor league things you want to collect stuff or you want to you know like get off your bucket list go check it out I definitely do recommend that uh, you also have Valley Forge you know, now definitely historical. Definitely when it comes to the Revolutionary War, it's huge. And I, it's, it just makes you proud again that you're American because we were the underdog against Britain and just makes you feel like you, you feel so bad about the soldiers and their sacrifice and the conditions in which they had to go through. It really does do an amazing job of telling you, okay, this was here. And also the condition in which they keep everything like the houses, like the logs. They, I think they even have a statue, I, I think. And just telling you the significance of each place and, and, and you know, what was done to, to keep it uh, or where it's, where it's gone or where it's been or what happened to it, where the case may be. It's a really great uh, national park to go to, and I definitely do check that out. Valley Forge, which is in the Kinepresha area. Uh, you also have Villanova, you also have Harvard College, and you have Penn State. So Penn State is clearly far. It is within 150 miles. Villanova is relatively close, and Harvard College is pretty close. So I, so Villanova, really well-known for basketball. Penn State, really well-known for football. Penn State is really in the middle of nowhere. It's basically like supplanted in a suburban area, the neighborhood. Uh, Villanova right on Lancaster Avenue I think that's very interesting just to see what that's about and blending in not necessarily with the city not necessarily with the town but it's like you have this long road in between and just feeling like it's split into two almost so uh, that's definitely something I think you should check out and also Penn State and especially when there's game days there it's it's huge it's they're all about their football all about it and it's kind of ridiculous but really what else do they have oh ice cream yeah that's another thing too ice cream uh half a college is, i only put this because it's one of the more well-known schools in pennsylvania and also just 
highly successful in terms of it's really hard to get into. So uh, if you're not around, like it's literally like a few blocks away from my house, Halfway College. So I definitely do recommend like if you do have heard a little bit about it and you want to see it, go check it out and just see what it's like to be around it it's a smaller campus it's definitely small for sure but still it's a campus anyway so i'll definitely uh just just give it a, not a, a lower recommendation not a high one but it it's on the list and it's still something to do even if let's say you already did penn state and villanova like i said university university is kind of interesting why not and then lastly you have philadelphia so if you live in the city, you probably did all these things. But let's say you don't live in the city and you just want to break, but you don't want to go out of state. You really don't want to spend that much money on gas or you do worry about the miles in the car. Okay, this is probably within 20 miles or 30 miles or something like that within the state. So you could see Penn. You could see Temple. I'm not going to put Drexel just because, like, you know, not not everybody cares about Drexel or really cares about Drexel. The biggest two names that you really hear is Penn and Temple, uh, which definitely does blend in with the city pretty well. Uh, you also have the Constitution Center. You also have Independence Hall. So there's the historic factor in which we're one of the more historically relevant cities in all of the country in terms of, of course, 1776. And, you know, when it comes to the early 19th century, when it comes to you know, every, 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 like if we used to be the capital at one point. There's just a lot, uh, a lot to that in terms of just this nation. And I know DC, you could also mention, but still, like I would definitely say, we we preserved a lot of great stuff. And if you haven't seen it yet, I would definitely go check it out. Or if you don't remember it as a little kid, I would then just get a refresher and definitely check that out. It's a, it just nice to just get out of the house a little bit and do a small trip like that. Uh, but then, of course, you probably done these. We've all probably on these and hopefully it's not just for the dollar dogs but you could go to a phillies game flyers game eagles game sixers game union game i was just at a union game i love the electricity very hard with the parking like they need to fix that um coming out of the stadium but still like i said you probably don't know these i would only go to a game if i haven't been there so i haven't been to a football game so the eagles might be okay now the fans i'm not sure i'm going to really be okay with and the Flyers, I went a long time ago, but they really stink. Like you, it is a it is a trip, so I don't really want to make up that many excuses, and you shouldn't either. But still, if you haven't gone to any of these, I would definitely just to see what it's, what it's like and seeing uh, a game that experience of the Philly uh, fan base, the Philly experience within that certain team, within that certain sport. And again, like I said, always find an excuse to travel because you don't know. That you, you might not be able to get the chance to, especially when you have that free time, and you usually don't. So I hope that everyone uh, takes upon and takes advantage of those uh, recommendations, those opportunities, especially when they come up. And let me know if you have any other great spots that you've been to. Maybe I can check out those places that I haven't been to yet. I mean, that's essentially what it's about, like going to a place that you've never been to before and experiencing something different and making new memories from it. I can be inspired. Hopefully you were inspired. And like I said, you know, keep up with the podcast, keep up with the episodes. And uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter as per usual. And until then, get out, get traveling. Summer is almost over. And and again, I did this as soon as possible for you guys. Hopefully you can take advantage of it. And until then, safe travels. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at High Voltage with double A.